Welcome to the no spin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so just real quick, Sonic Sonic Three Knuckles is what we're playing today. Hydro City Zone. Playing his knuckles right now as I'm talking. In the water. Uh, freaking the countdown to death is at one, and I'm in front of this bubble baloney, and it hits zero right as a bubble appears, and it's just too late, and I've already died. That's like the most legitimate anyway, song okay, problem. We're ever. already halfway into the episode, and we haven't actually done an opening without peas, without just the so most violent peas. This is <laughs> really. Here's another tip I've heard about peas: pretend they're bees, like pretend Pre they're bees. Yeah, pretend, pretend you're bees. that stupid meme. Yeah. Welcome back okay. to the no Brendan. The no spoon dash zone. I just, for some reason, I, I always, whenever I see the red B emoji, I just imagine the word is being pronounced like this. Like, I don't know. Like it, it like it infects the whole word with its B. <laughs> yeah. Like the B, the B carries over to the rest of the word. And now, even though it's a plosive, the rest of the word still has a feeling of B inside of it. So <laughs> this is the no spin dash zone. I am I am your host Isaiah, uh, and I'm joined as always with the world's greatest co-hosts Stephen, hi, and Charlie. Rick and Morty reference. All right. So today we played Sonic Three and Knuckles. Those might be familiar. Are actually two games that you uh, staple together into <laughs> one like horrific amalgamation of cartridges. It's, it's truly it's the Frankenstein of gaming. Lightning yeah. has to strike your house just right, or it doesn't boot up. <laughs> That's true. It's so Sonic the Hedgehog three, right? Uh, this game that was released what year? I don't. I've got the the uh, ninety five question mark. So, uh, ninety four. Oh, it was not. It was the, uh, it was right at the beginning of ninety four. I was way off. Yeah. So Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog three comes out in February of nineteen ninety four. And then Sonic and Knuckles comes out in October of 1994, so like the other That's side actually, of that year. It's actually pretty far apart, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think so. Triple Trouble came out in between, uh, but I thought there was one other Sonic game. I guess not. Uh, that came out in the middle. Yeah, it was Drift. Sonic Drift uh, came out in the middle. But we're covering Triple Trouble oh, after. Yeah, we're right. covering covering Triple Trouble after Sonic 3 and Knuckles because it has Knuckles in it. And uh, we wanted to cover, like, Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and Knuckles at the same time. So that's why we're doing Triple Trouble later. And we're doing Drift later because we wanted to do Drift and Drift 2 at the same time. So those games will be our next two episodes. So this game actually started intended to be one game. Uh, but it was actually because they were worried about whether or not they could finish it in time for Christmas that they ended up splitting it into two games. <clears throat> yeah, also Excuse Knuckles is just way too much to handle for one cartridge. Dude, yeah, Knuckles is too powerful you for one You cannot fit all of these muscles in one cartridge. That man has so many Knuckles that they call him Knuckles. He actually doesn't have Knuckles, which is the weirdest part. He, <laughs> he has, like, spiky boys if on you, his gloves. If you look at his bad. hands, they are mittens... Kind of. They're more like boxing are, gloves, but... They're bereft of knuckles. Yeah, he doesn't have fingers, therefore he can't have knuckles. And, in fact, there only really seems to be one joint, I and there are spikes coming out of it somehow. I have no fingers, and I must knuckles. Yeah, yeah. If, effectively. So, so Sonic... They wanted Sonic 3 to come out uh, in time for Christmas, and they were like, oh, well, it can't happen if we make it one game, so we're going to split it into two. 
so they split it into two, and then the game still did not come out in Christmas and came out in February, which is hilarious. This is like a weird, like, don't release an unfinished game, but it's kind of doing that anyway. Well, it's I, a different, it's, it obviously a, it's obviously a different time, but like, it's just kind of funny because this is a really yeah. beloved game and like, I only now figured that out because I just didn't care for this game that much, but that's because I was bad at the game. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, well, it's because you were wrong, mostly. And like, um, on Twitter, I was like, I've got Supersonic for the first time in Sonic 3, I'm so happy. And I'm little like, did you know, Hypersonic was waiting, screaming your name. I knew Hypersonic was waiting, I wasn't going <laughs> to deal with that bullcrap. Dude, Hypersonic is really good. Hypersonic, um, like, Supersonic is sometimes bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, so this game this game has 14 zones, uh, and that's also true for Sonic 2. Um, uh, no, wait. No, no, it's not. Sonic uh, 2 only I, has, like, 8, doesn't it? Sonic, Sonic 2 has 11 zones, but there are three extra zones that are available in the 2013 re-release. Sonic 2 has 11 zones? That's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was only like 8. Are they counting the ones that are like the final stage ones that are smaller? Yeah, they're, they're counting the ones that are like one act or half an act long. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, I didn't like... I, I haven't beaten the game recently, but I didn't remember it being that long. So what's really interesting is uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles collectively has 14 zones, which is slightly more theoretically than the 11 zones that Sonic 2 has. Uh, but, like, Sonic 3 or Sonic and Knuckles each feel like a substantial game in size, with just their seven zones each. Yeah, uh, I especially think that's due to the multiple playable characters that play very differently. How much does Mania Oh, yeah. Mania? How many zones does Mania? I'll, I'll take a look at that. Alright. Um, so, they're basically the way, the way for those who are unfamiliar is uh, Sonic and Knuckles came out. Show me the way. Show me the way. All right. Let's not. <laughs> it's because not. it's Knuckles. Yeah, yeah it's a Knuckles. I really, I really oh, do not it's want this. It's Knuckles. I, I don't want this meme. That meme poisoning this podcast. It's a Knuckles so, meme. I, I just, I don't just care. Make, I don't want it here. <laughs> just to make sure everybody's aware, at the time of this recording, the Uganda Knuckles meme has been dead for a very long time. At the time so... of this airing, it will be dead for even longer. <laughs> it, it, at, honestly, at the time of this airing, it might have, like, come back. Like, very unlikely, but... Reawoken. Anyway, yeah. Uh, hashtag Uganda Knuckles. Hashtag, so, hashtag when Knuckles don't came know. Out, hashtag trash bag. Hashtag, hashtag trash bag. bag. There we go. Uh, so, when, when Sonic and Knuckles came out, it was on a cartridge... And that cartridge was basically custom, like it was shaped differently from the rest of the other game cartridges uh, for the Genesis, because you could attach another Genesis cartridge on top of it, uh, and so uh, if you put Sonic 3 on top of it, you got the complete game, which is Sonic 3 and Knuckles. And if you put Sonic 2 on uh, it, you get some Knuckles and Sonic 2, and if you put it on Sonic 1 and some other Genesis games, you'd get Blue Sphere. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about those. Right. Well, we'll briefly cover cares. Blue Sphere. But yeah, you can play oh, as Knuckles yeah. and Sonic 2. It doesn't work very well because he's not made for the game. Yeah, but you can do it, and that's pretty cool. He doesn't jump so, very high, Knuckles. No, no he doesn't. It's he like does not. really. It can be like a real pain, especially in Sonic 2. But yeah, true agony. Because of how many, like, how many gentle slopes there are, Knuckles just gets wrecked. <laughs> This game kind of made me realize that Knuckles isn't that great. He's no, he's great, but he's not that easy yeah, to play as. Right, but yeah. I still Knuckles love is sort Knuckles. of a hard mode, I think. Well, because uh, he doesn't jump as high, 
but also he has access to slightly different level sections. It's also a lot easier to find emeralds with knuckles, I think. No, I honestly, oh, yeah. I was thinking about that, and I feel like the incentive behind using the climb makes you like, like with Sonic, you want to like, you want to get as high as possible because it's really hard for him to get that high. But like with Knuckles, you can get that high, but Dude, like same. you're not like considering as much because I feel like you find emeralds more naturally as Sonic. But with Knuckles, I feel like you try too hard. I feel like I know where emeralds are as Sonic all the time, but because they're in these little holes in the wall that I can't jump to, right. I just can't get and them. And I, I kept never... thinking if I were Knuckles. <laughs> I can never find a hole. Like I found, I don't see, I once watched Isaiah play it, I think. And like, yeah. I could not find like any rings in um, Sand. You mean big rings? Yeah, big rings in Sandopolis or Flying Battery, and it made me really upset. I'm in like Death Egg, and I haven't found any, so it's like, or I didn't find. I just had a horrible time finding them, and it makes me. I definitely think as as the stages continue, it gets progressively harder to find special stages. Well, it's also, um, they aren't in places that you're encouraged to go, because I feel like in previous Sonic games, you're meant to, uh, if you're good, you're meant to be on the top of the stage, but that's not where the rings are. So for yeah. the first time in, like, the series, you're encouraged to fail, kind of? Well, I also think, I don't think top is, uh... I, I don't think the top is the best place in this game yeah, compared but, to other but, games. But that's weird because it's still the hardest place to get to. But when you get there, you aren't rewarded for it. The very first special yeah. stage in Sonic 3 is like at the lowest section. The first two are. Yeah. Is Well, uh, okay. I, I can't remember the second one. Maybe I didn't get to it, but yeah. Well, it, uh, the fire is still Act 1, right? When the stage lights on yeah, fire? There is, is, there is fire yeah. in yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, so you, in Act 1, you start and you run to the right, and then you fall down, and if you go to the left through the wall, there's a ring. And then as soon as the stage lights on fire, I don't know if there's a ring between this and that, I don't think there is, I don't remember getting one. But uh, once the stage lights on fire, if you go to the right and then fall down and go to the left again, there's another ring. I don't know if I ever got So, here's, here's what's really interesting, uh, is... Uh, the I'm, I'm looking at the map data for the game as I do for every game apparently uh, and uh, the the area of uh, Angel Island where everything is on fire is stored in act two uh, which does actually make sense if you go into that special stage ring uh, at the beginning of the fire area uh, when you exit instead of playing act one music it will play act two music oh yeah also uh, um there was... Is there a mid-boss, though? Uh, there is... Well, there's the, the dude that shoots fire you can hit, and the damage you take... The, the damage he takes will be stored uh, when you actually fight him. You can't you can't kill him because you don't have time. But right. uh, whenever... whenever I believe whenever a boss appears before the time to actually fight them, uh, whatever hits you deal them uh, carry over into their boss fight so you don't have to hit them as many yeah, times. Yeah, that's really cool. This game has a good habit of just foreshadowing a whole lot yeah. of it. Like, you see the flying battery in Sonic 3, but you never get it till Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah. Oh, th that was another thing of... I wanted to mention. There's a bunch of different stages where, in the background, you can see the death egg. Or maybe it's just oh, a yeah. Eggman's face, but, like, even in Lava Reef, in the background, there's, like, a, a death egg-type Eggman face, like, coming out of the ceiling in the background. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. 
Well, they have, so they have uh, a tiny death egg. Uh, the, the first time you see it is in launch base zone, which is the final act of uh, Sonic 3, right? So there's launch base zone, act one, you see it in the background. And in launch base zone, act two, you don't see it in the background because now you're close enough to it that you're like there and you actually get up to it uh, during what in Sonic 3 is the final boss uh, and you're able to stop it from actually completely launching. Um, and then in, in Sonic and Knuckles you go to Lava Reef Zone and you see it off in the distance and there are a few versions where you keep seeing it get closer and closer and then you watch it launch, uh, and in the next zone, uh, or in the next uh, image area of that same zone, it's in the air. Um, so it's it's very cool that there's this feeling of like, uh, well, here's here's this thing that I need to worry about, and it's at different stages as I'm at different stages. Uh, no pun intended, but screw it, I'm leaning into it. Yeah. So like two things about what you said. What I found weird, I was I was just playing Lava Reef Zone, and, like, you, like, see in the distance, but then, like, Knuckles pushes a bolt in your face, you fall, and then suddenly you're closer. Because, first of all, you're going down, and that really confused oh, yeah. me. But, like, another cool thing is that in, the in like, the little intro scene to uh, Sonic and Knuckles, you see the Death Egg crash into the volcano that is Lava Reef Zone. Yeah. Like, mm, the, yeah, that's the true. freaking intros for these... This game has cutscenes... But also just, like, the cool little 3D model animations that are in each screen. It's, like, a step up from what was in Sonic 2. This game is why people love classic Sonic. I thought it was Sonic yeah. 2, but I played this game, and I'm like, wow, Sonic 2 really isn't that great in comparison. Yeah, I think this game, in terms of flavor, just nails everything that it's trying to do. Oh, yeah. Well, because, uh, let's, well, let's, let's talk about the narrative. Not just the cutscenes, but there's also a lot of, like, the game tries to make pretty much every transition between stages, like, feel graceful. Like, or at um, least justified, at the very least. Yeah, at least justified. Like, uh, the end of Marvel Garden Zone, for example, uh, Tails is carrying Sonic, uh, and you're flying and you're in the sky, and once you beat the boss, uh, the sun sets and it becomes nighttime, and then you land and you're in Carnival Night Zone, uh, so, and, 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 like, Tails carries you into Carnival Night Zone when the stage starts, so instead of, like, the stage just starting up and Sonic is standing there, like in every other game, there's sort of this feeling of this transition, um, that I think is very cool. Um, and I, I feel like I appreciate it a lot more than I did the first 600 times I played this game. <laughs> yeah. I have played this game a lot, you guys. See, I always preferred that stuff over the gameplay itself, and playing through this time, what I kind of came to understand was how much I kind of don't like the level design in this game, especially playing as Sonic. Really? Because I like this level design a lot. I we'll, think we'll that talk it, about that. Well, I, I do want to briefly get into it, because I've got a pretty hot yeah. take that I want you to have to sit on for the whole episode. I think that the <laughs> level design in this game, to me, feels about as bad as the level design in CD, except that there's no fun places to run really fast and change time. Alright, I, I will have to stew on that. But first, I want to talk about uh, continuing with the narrative. Yeah. Uh, this game has cutscenes, uh, but almost all of those cutscenes are cutscenes where you can still interact in some way, even if 
that just means, like, walk around and wait for the cutscene to end. It has Half-Life 2 cutscenes, basically. I um, don't think that that's the best way to put it, sure. No, but it is the way Half-Life 2 operates, for better or for worse. Um, yeah, but Half-Life 2 isn't a 2D platformer with knuckles in it. No, you're right. So it's a much worse game. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Uh, it does. It does have a silent protagonist, though, which is sort of Sonic in this game. Sonic is not speaks. silent. He just doesn't have voice acting. He talks like in canon. Have you Have yeah. you read the comics? <laughs> you know the, the answer to that question. Dude, the com the Sonic comics, especially the Sonic and Knuckles together comics, the best. So and then just we, the Knuckles we... comics. Oh boy. When when we stream, we should just stream us reading the comics at one point. <laughs> just not even aloud, just quietly yeah, to ourselves. Yeah, just silently to ourselves. Um, no, so um, so the narrative. This is what I was thinking about while I was playing this game. Uh, is the narrative probably like was crazy to think about uh, if you were playing Sonic and Knuckles after having beaten Sonic 3 and waited waited for Sonic and Knuckles to come out, right? Yeah. So because in Sonic 3, what happens is there's this dude named Knuckles uh, who, like, all the time interrupts whatever you're doing to make life harder for you, right? Uh, and that's, that's his entire routine throughout all of Sonic 3. And then uh, in Sonic and Knuckles, uh, and if you're playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles, there's this extra cutscene if you've gotten all the Chaos Emeralds, or maybe it's maybe it's already uh, maybe it's there regardless. Uh, where at the end of or at the very beginning of Mushroom Hill Zone, uh, Sonic stops and looks down, and, and Knuckles is like uh, exiting the secret chamber and closes it up. Um, and you can go in there and, and see that uh, there's there's Chaos Emeralds in there basically. Yeah, I like uh, how. Friggin' Knuckles keeps, like, a spare ring in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, just in case I gotta go to a special stage. Because we have to assume that's his uh, house, right? Yeah, I guess so. He does probably, like, live in Mushroom Hill Zone. Yeah, because we, we see him napping there if he plays him and Sonic uh, and Knuckles. Yeah. Um, but so you go in there, and it's, like, this, this hidden palace zone uh, where... The Chaos Emeralds are, are supposed to be stored, uh, and there's a big ol' emerald there, too. Um, and so, at the end of the game, uh, you get to Hidden Palace Zone, and uh, Eggman is there, Robotnik is there, uh, and he tries to, st uh, to take that big ol' emerald, and Knuckles tries to stop him, and the two of them get in a fight, and then Knuckles helps you defeat Robotnik. So, there's this whole character arc of like what Knuckles' goals are that you learn over the course of Sonic and Knuckles that probably don't even occur to you in Sonic 3, you know? Like yeah. in Sonic 3, he's just the bad guy. And then in Sonic and Knuckles, you're like, wait a second, this dude is actually like, he wants to keep Robotnik from getting away with this stuff too. Yeah, and it feels really uh, weird when he's helping you in, uh, what is it called, Sky Sanctuary? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he's helping you in Sky Sanctuary, it's like this really weird thing that hasn't happened in a Sonic game before where an NPC is kind of following you around. Yeah. Uh he's like he's hurt because you beat him up and then Robotnik beat him up. And so he's like, "All right, I'm going to open up this chamber for you, but it's going to take effort because I'm freaking dying." And you're like, well, "All right." Yeah, um, and he does that really weird animation where he's like on all fours panting. <laughs> yeah. I 
only have a problem with that animation when he's on the orb that teleports him and he's still like doing that yeah it looks real gross then and also when sonic walks up behind him it's kind of strange yeah because his like hand yeah. goes like right under over him even though yeah, it's on it's, the ball yeah it's real it's a texture <laughs> it's a texture well, not, not, that's not even the word that's not even the word i was looking for but sorry this game wrote the book on how to do a sonic game like yeah. even the 3d games kind of repeat it because it has you have different characters have different perspectives on a story, and you go through levels differently. It's great. It's the best classic Sonic game. I will get to whether or not I agree with that. Spoilers, I do. At the end of the episode... Um, <laughs> when we do thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, <laughs> but so... Uh, I, I, we, we talked a little bit about the special stages and the, the Chaos Summers and all that. Uh, we should probably explain that stuff in a bit more detail. Um, so, so... Let Charlie take it away. Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. I, I can explain anything about this game, but I don't want to step on everybody. So the special stages are accessibly, accessible, accessed kind of differently Ooh. from other previous games where there are two rings per act, is that right? Two giant rings per act? Or is it three? Uh, there could be up to three in some, I think. Okay. Uh, I think they're... Yeah, up to three, I think so is right. there are two to three giant rings hidden in walls, which you have to kind of do a little guesswork to find. And when you find these rings and you jump into them, you have to uh, collect all the blue spheres, and it, it gets faster. It's like it's like the pacer test. You get, it gets faster each minute <laughs> when you hear the triple blink. The fitness gram pacer test. <laughs> but... Like, <laughs> god damn it. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you have to get all the blue spheres, but you can also get rings which may be scattered or will appear if you make, if you circle, if you make a circle of red spheres around blue spheres. So you'll get like extra rings. If you get 50 rings, you get an extra continue, which are very helpful because continues basically just give you more lives essentially. Yeah, it'll also tell you if you got every possible ring, but I don't think that actually does anything other than a score bonus. Yeah, that doesn't matter until no. Mania. But speaking of Mania, <laughs> Mania made me better at these saves. I used to hate these things. Oh, yeah. I always loved them, even though I always sucked at them. Yeah, and I thought, you were, I, I thought you were full of crap, but <laughs> turns out I was the one full of crap. Although I do... Yeah, well, I do hate that even in Sonic and 3, Sonic 3, and I guess... Sonic and 3? In <laughs> Sonic 3, and I guess by extension Sonic 3 and Knuckles, um, you have to... You cannot access a stage the second you touch it, because you'll never be able to get to it until you beat the game, which sucks, but it's, you know, what are you going to do? But, yeah, the stages are really cool, and they get a bit more difficult, I guess, especially the Super Emerald ones, because Isaiah, one time we were playing me, was like, oh, that's a Super Emerald stage. I'm like, oh my god. I thought this was an original <laughs> stage, but now I'm afraid to play Sonic 3 and Knuckles. No, the yeah, dude. The Mania does make it weird though, because some of the stages that are Emerald stages where you're required to get all the rings become significantly harder because you have to do like trick jumps where you hop over like right, yeah, and yeah, um, and you get pinned between springs and stuff like that. It's rough. But also like you know the blue sphere stages, the blue spheres which you have to collect all of them. The red spheres which if you touch you die. Yellow spheres which make you do a little spring jump forward, and then there's bumper balls with the stars on them that just kind of push you back. Yeah, when I was yeah. a youngster, I used to think of them as being, like, Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails spheres. Like, the Sonic ones are good, oh, the yeah. Knuckles ones are the, like, antagonist, and the yellow ones make you go high like Tails. Yeah, uh, I, I actually thought of them the exact same way. Um, so, so this game works in this, like, sort of pseudo-3D, um, 
like sort of environment where it's it's this sort of this globe uh, that as you like as you travel through it, you can only move forward, but when you uh, hit left or right, you stop where you are and rotate uh, 90 degrees and then move again on this checkerboard pattern. Um, that I I think it like is not like any game I've ever played, and I'm not sure if I mean that as a good thing or a bad thing. It feels a bit um, like a rhythm game at a certain point. You you have a certain yeah. window to input things, but basically you're gonna be hearing like sounds, and that's gonna be the way that you uh, generally learn how to time things. Because there's a little input window with uh, doing left and right. Because basically, as you pass each kind of point, because you're on a checkerboard, but you're not in the middle of squares like in a Pokemon game or something like that. You're on you're along the seams. So you kind of learn how to like hear yourself passing through the blue spheres and you'll hear like, oh, this is the fourth one that I've heard so I now I need to turn left if you're in like a, uh, the kind of, there are these like, in some stages there are lanes of springs where essentially you have to turn left and right at certain points or you'll just hit a spring and lose. Uh, and you'll kind of like learn how to hear that out and then figure out what, how big the window for pressing like left or right is before it'll actually come out. Because essentially you can't turn unless you hit a corner. So like if you're in the middle of two different spaces and you tap left, it'll just store it until the next turn. And you also kind of learn the rhythm of how, uh, even though you might think that, oh, like jumping moves you over the next ball and lands you on the one after that, there, you actually have a certain window to either jump over one ball and land in between the next two, or jump all the way over two, uh, two whole spheres. Yeah, so which which is a very difficult skill to learn. Yeah. Easier uh, Because you essentially have to jump outside of the rhythm. Yeah, um, it's really weird. I I was actually I was actually gonna make a joke about how this stage uses uh, mode seven, the famous. Yeah, the famous uh, Sega hardware the famous Sega hardware piece of technology. Uh, I couldn't work it in, so, uh, sorry. So anyway, um, the other, the other thing is, as the stage continues, it also, the tempo speeds up, like, you move faster, and also the music speeds up as well, uh, and I think the fact that they both speed up at the same time makes things a lot easier, um, because it makes it easier to feel out how fast you need to worry about pressing inputs. Uh, even if it's not really like a one-to-one -one thing. I'm sure it's not. It actually, I think it is pretty close to... I don't know, it feels it feels right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it probably... Uh, the Genesis, everything was, was something akin to MIDI back then, so it wouldn't be too hard to synchronize like your movement to the timing of the song or synchronize the timing of the song to your mu movement yeah um, i i wouldn't see a reason sure. why they wouldn't do that it just kind of helps drive the like sound design aspect home yeah um but uh charlie you said that you didn't used to like these stages but you liked them more was that uh after mania coming back to these ones these ones felt easier and you felt safer yeah we'll see in mania that was me too. they're like the, <laughs> they're like the sonic they're like the bonus stage in this game. You get like 50 rings and you get to go to them. So I yeah. got to practice them a lot more and get used to them. Whereas like in Sonic 3 Knuckles, I was lucky to find a ring. Whenever I failed one, I just couldn't get back. I just got really angry. And that's what caused me to hate this game in the first place. Because yeah. even though like the Sonic 2 uh, special stages have a very difficult curve, I can get to them easily. Yeah. 
Uh, the thing, the thing that interests me, the thing that I find interesting is that in the Sonic and Knuckles section, uh, when you're getting the Super Emeralds, you sort of get to do a stage select. Like, in, uh, for the regular Chaos Emeralds, if you fail a stage, uh, then you just end up trying the following stage and cycling back around once you get back to it. Uh, but for the Super Emeralds, you sort of have access to, uh, like, basically the stage select where you're in Hidden Palace Zone, and there are seven big ol' emeralds, and, uh, all the ones you haven't collected are unlit, and if you stand on top of an unlit emerald, then you go to that emerald's specific special stage. So it's it's very interesting to me because that means that if you knew where all the special stages were, you could go back and practice that stage over and over until you got it. Yeah, until you've gotten it lit. To, until you've instead of until you've kept it, it lit. To you. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta keep it lit. You have to keep it lit. You have to keep it lit <laughs> if you want to be hyper Sonic. Yeah. Quick side note, uh, I'm pretty sure these two played Sonic 3 and Knuckles, but I, because I have Mega Collection, I never unlocked it. I played Sonic 3 and <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles, so I just had the same <laughs> function, and then like a regular Sonic game where I just go back to the beginning if I don't get everything. So, so do you, did you have access to the stage select thing, or is that exclusive to the combo game? Uh, it's in Sonic 3, but not Sonic and Knuckles. It's in Sonic 3? The, the stage select or like the save file thing? Oh no no no, I'm talking about for the special stages. When like... Oh, I never actually how... tried it. I didn't... I, when I was... I don't even think I got to do that when I was doing like Palazzo. But I never really tried yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think if you just play Sonic and Knuckles it functions the same way as Sonic 3 where you just go through the okay. special stages and you can get Super Sonic and Super well, Knuckles I'd imagine. I think it's really interesting because the Sonic and Knuckles stages are a lot harder. Um, but you can, you can try the same one over and over again. Um, assuming you can find a big ring, which they're hard to they find. Are not, yeah, they are not always very easy to find. I was always um, able to find one in Mushroom Hill, but never any other stage yeah, in Knuckles. Yeah, really easy to find in Mushroom Hill, though. especially actually. I found one weirdly in Flying Battery Zone, and I don't remember where. I think I once uh, found one in Sandopolis, but I didn't find one until Lava I somehow got seven. I don't. I, I I've never even like beaten Sonic th Three and Knuckles like as a whole, and I somehow found yeah. seven of each. Yeah, I had to retry. Oh, wow. I had to go through Sonic Three one more time to get the next. Emeralds. Yeah, I had to go through Sonic and Knuckles one more time to get the last two emeralds. Yeah, I got them all. So I, we, uh... I, I think I had a Hyper Knuckles by. It wasn't Sandopolis, but I think it was whatever's after that. Lava Reef. Uh, that's Lava Reef. Yeah, I think I did get it in Lava Reef. I think I got hybrid yeah. in Lava Reef. So, that is actually the last, uh, to my knowledge, that's the last area where you can get Chaos Emeralds. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because after that is Hidden Palace Zone. Well, I figured you um, might be able to get some in Death Egg. Because Knuckles doesn't get to Death Egg, he ends at Sky Sanctuary. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean... There, there aren't any in Sky Sanctuary, that's for sure. Yeah, because that's just like a series of boss fights with Mega Sonic, right? Yeah, but it's got some platforming in it. Yeah, but it has a lot of platforming in it, but... Not if you're Hyper um... Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, if you're a Hyper Sonic, you can just skip all the platforming. That's what I did, pretty um, much. Oh, well, there's like... It's pretty good. There's something, there's like a, I guess, mechanic. I, I, I felt these words around that probably make Isaiah, as a game designer, go crazy. But this oh, game yeah. introduces three new barriers: uh, fire, bubble, and electric. Oh my god! And they add Dude. so much. The water shield gives you a bounce attack. The fire shield gives you kind of this 
homing attack that's just a dash forward, and the thunder shield lets you get a second jump. And they also have like side effects, like fire shield makes you immune to fire, water shield makes you immune to water, and the electric shield doesn't really do it. It does a few deflections, but I found out that the fire shield does that as well to certain projectiles. But yeah, I think I think they all deflect uh, some projectiles. Yeah, but they attract rings, and that's kind of why the lightning shield has appeared more. Like the fire shield, like only ever appears in Sonic. Yeah, and in Shadow of the Hedgehog, it's really not the same thing. It's right. kind of just like, it's yeah. Like so it's it's interesting because the like jump effects of each shield uh, are unique to Sonic because Tails still flies and Knuckles still glides, uh, but Sonic gets the extra jump or the bounce or the uh, like dash. Fire dash, yeah. Um, fire dash, yeah. Um, and I I. I love these shields so much. Like, uh, I love that they have a bunch of different effects, and I love that even just having them basically makes you immune to specific types of attacks, like regardless of what shield it is. Uh, I also think it's very cool that electric shields and fire shields both, like, go out when you hit water. Uh, yeah. I also hate that, because there's <laughs> a lot of water. But but if you have if you have the electric shield, you can usually go to routes that don't have any water, so you can usually avoid the water. Yeah. Um, except in Hydro City Zone, where, where it's all water. Uh, yeah, and there usually aren't there aren't a lot of non-water shields in that particular stage. There are a few um, electricity shields though, and it really confused me. <laughs> well, there there are usually uh, just like up higher on the stage. Uh, yeah, but why are they there at all? Because you're forced to go into the water sometimes. I also just realized that all the shield's abilities, like Sonic eventually gets in later games, like the electric shield double jump that's in Sonic R and Sonic Colors, uh, the fire shield's the homey attack, which is Sonic staple now. And, yeah. Uh, the bounce attack is in a, a move in Sonic Adventure 2 and Sonic 06, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, and it's not exactly the same, but he also has, I think they call it like the drop dash or something in some games. Uh, isn't that in, just uh, in Mania? Sonic Mania. Yeah, I know uh, in Mania that's... you can do that. And also, if you don't have a shield, you have the insta-shield, that's called, which I guess is like an almost safe way of attacking enemies just in case. And you don't really see that that much except for in Mania again, option and uh, the advanced game. It's a lot, uh, I appreciate a lot more than I used. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Well, I, I remember when I was a kid, I would be like, well, how can I utilize this effectively? It's so tiny, and it appears for such a small amount of time. Uh, and now I'm replaying the game, and I'm like, oh, no, it's huge. And it lasts for, like, a few frames, which is, I, I mean, that's still a small amount of time, but it feels like less of a small amount of time. Yeah, it's pretty reasonable. Um, and I, I used it a lot more. Uh... Because one of the things that it can do is it increases, like if you are uh, landing on an enemy from above, it actually increases the uh, amount of height that you gain uh, when you hit them and move upward. Um, and so a lot of the ways that I used it was basically as that, to get extra height off an enemy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty neat. When I was a kid, I used to just think it was like, oh, this is what you get when you don't have a shield because you can't use a shield. <laughs> Like, it was just yeah, like a, basically like a, yeah, it was like a really cool, like, wank sound. <laughs> yeah, it's a little sound. Yeah. But, uh, I think it's time we start getting into the stages of the game. So, Steven, 
tell me about the backgrounds. I, I think we were going to talk about something else, but tell me about the backgrounds instead. Well, we were talking about the stages, but I want to talk about the backgrounds actually before I get into the stages. But, uh, so I really like all of the game's backgrounds. I think that some of this game takes place underground, and whenever you go underground in the Sonic game, it kind of, like, detracts in the backgrounds. But even then, in this one, it seems like they make the uh, underground stages have a lot of opportunities for you to go above ground. And they'll sometimes even change the background, like in Lava Reef, when you go like up and out of the cave for a little bit, there are sections where you see kind of different backgrounds, I think. Yeah, so I'm, I'm playing actually, not Lava Reef Zone, but uh, Ice Cap Zone right now. And yeah, Ice Cap Zone does it too. There's a lot of bits where you go from underground to above ground, uh, and they actually both have completely different parallax backgrounds. Like, yeah, it's really uh, nice. There's there's bits where it's like, alright, here's a wall where there's no parallax, uh, and this is here so that we can load the parallax. And yeah. it is, and it looks beautiful. Yeah, there's also, like, in uh, stages, like... Is it just called Angel Island Zone? The first level? Yeah, Angel Island yeah. Zone. Yeah. That's so weird to me, because that's the whole game. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, location the game takes place in is Angel Island. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in Angel Island Zone, when it gets set on fire, the background changes, obviously, and you see like these neat little effects, but also like yeah. the water in the background, I think, is orange for sunset and the fire. Yeah, uh, and so there's there's a few places in the game that do this, but Angel Island Zone is a very easy way to, to see it. Uh, when everything is on fire, the whole like world just sort of has this, this dithering effect to make it feel hotter. Yeah. Yeah, oh there's, yeah. There's this distortion applied to the whole screen that uh, makes everything sort of vibrate with heat. That's very cool to look at. In Sandopolis, I noticed also that like uh, you see heat heat waves, but yeah. I think it's actually just the entire stage is animated that way because Sonic and uh, Tails as well, and I'm sure Knuckles. You don't see them with the heat effect. You, I think the whole stage is animated to shift back and forth. Mm. Oh, okay. So you're saying it's all, like, it's not, like, a programming effect. It's, like, art is, is made to create this effect? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but it looks like the assets actually move that way. Because if it was just a visual effect, like a filter or something like that, then they yeah. would, I would think the enemies in your character models would do that too. But it seems like it's just the background and the foreground. Yeah. Well, so what's interesting is, um, like, shaders, as, as we understand them now, as a programmer, uh, <laughs> didn't really exist uh, on the Sega Genesis. At least yeah. not, not in the same form. Uh, you could still do stuff like that. And in fact, the, the guy who made Sonic 3D Blast right now has a, has a YouTube channel where he explains how he created a lot of very cool visual effects uh, on the Genesis hardware. Um, but I, I don't know that it would be something that you could isolate to uh, not not the entire screen, but just, like, specific elements of it. So I don't yeah, know. So, uh, yeah, I think the guys who made the assets for that level just, like, animated everything to shift back and forth, which is kind of fun to think about. It also, <laughs> it's neat. I think that effect stops when you get inside of, like, the temple or whatever you're in, where the ghosts yeah. are in Act 2. I think the uh, heat stops, which implies that it's cooler in there. Yeah. Well, so, so what's interesting is there's a, there's a water effect in Sonic CD, uh, and that has to be like a shader because it does apply to the, the whole environment that everything is in the water. Uh, there's this distortion where like basically this line wave uh, that changes the like horizontal space in which the image is drawn. Yeah. Um, 
and and I want to compare this distortion to that in the way like it feels like it's the same level of technicality. Uh, I'm I'm going back and replaying Angel Island so that I can get to that section so that I can see closely to see if it feels more like art. But uh, it's a it's a very cool visual effect either way, uh, and it appears several times throughout the game. Uh, it's also yeah. in Lava Reef Zone Act One, um, and I think it appears again in Act Two. But Act Two like. Act 2 takes place when the lava has cooled down and it becomes rock. Yeah, it's really... I love so. those kind of differences. Yeah. This game... The stage is... It feels like it's worth it to have an Act 2, as opposed yeah. to earlier Sonic games where the Act 2 kind of just served as like, and here's the boss. Yeah. Or even sometimes, like, Act 3. Right. So. And the... Uh, so, Act 1 also has mid-bosses, which is interesting. And each act has different music, although... Especially in Sonic 3 there are like differences that don't matter as much but i don't i yeah. don't know if we want to talk about music right now or if you want to jump into no, that I later mean, it's pretty organic to mention it right now all right so, so uh oh you go ahead uh yeah so like i guess it's a pretty common like known like thing that michael jackson was working on this game's music early and that's especially apparent in sonic 3 knuckles where you can kind of so i'm saying sonic 3 where you hear um these kind of oohs and ah and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and a Shimona here and there. <laughs> yeah, there's there's actually a come on in it in in the, the either the, the mid boss music. The mid boss music, that's right. That's in the Sonic Three version. In yeah. Sonic Three and Knuckles, it just plays the Sonic and Knuckles uh, mini boss theme. Also, so like you don't um, need to hear the come on. I think this. I don't know. I think this was in a either Hydrocity Zone or a Carnival Night Zone, where I was facing the boss and it glitched and played the Sonic and Knuckles bo mid boss music, and I don't know how that happened. It like did yeah. it twice. Oh, for me. I, don't, I actually um, ran, I myself ran into a couple of glitches. I was playing the Steam version on like Sega's weird VR Genesis emulator thing. It's the same way I played Spinball. Yeah. But uh, so I ran into a couple of glitches. One of them was when I, when I would be like supersonic, sometimes like my music wouldn't change. And there, there were just some weird, like, music things that happened. And also, sometimes when I went to run up a slope, I don't know if this is in the original game, I can't remember, but sometimes when I'd go to run up a slope or spin dash up a slope, I would just stop halfway, like, dead in my tracks, and then slide down. Oh, okay. It felt like there was some really weird collision stuff in my version of the game that I didn't remember in the original. I, I have, I so got a question for you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Can you like list your top three songs from these games? These, these I was games. thinking about this the entire time I was playing. Awesome, <laughs> awesome! I'm ready here. All right, I want to hear. I want to hear Stevens first. Okay, so I, don't I have it yet. I think my, <laughs> I think my favorite throughout the entire game is, and I'm not separating based on acts because I couldn't focus that much on it. But I think my favorite is Marble Garden Zone. And yeah. I'm not sure how much of that is just me, like, because I I would always get to that stage when I was younger. Yeah, and it's one of my I, I would never, yeah, I would never. I don't think I usually got past it, but I spent the most time with that stage, and I thought it was a really cool looking stage. I like the oranges in the like foreground, and I like the really neat sky in the background, and it feels like you get to see that stage's background a lot because of the falling sections. But uh, I also really really like the music in that stage. And then I think my second favorite is probably uh, Ice Cap Zone. I think that's a lot of people's favorite. It is Ice Cap I, Zone. I don't get that. Like, it's <laughs> it's a common like favorite, but I really don't like Ice Cap Zone. 
Well, Ice Cap Zone's music is the poppiest, I think, out of all of the songs in the game. Yeah. Like, I think I think that's part of what it is. That's fair. That, that. That's where the uh, Shimona comes in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. I'm making that up, by the way. I don't know if anyone <laughs> has but you heard hear, Ice But you Zone's hear Michael Jackson-isms in that track. Yeah, yeah you do, but sure. there's no Shimona. <laughs> well, there's also, like, there's a steady bass drum. Like, there's... There's a lot. There's a lot that makes it feel like, especially '90s pop music. You can very clearly hear the Michael Jackson influence. Um, yeah, and like if you go, uh, I don't know. I'm sure there are some people who play Sonic and don't listen to Michael Jackson's music. But uh, yeah. like I, I like Michael Jackson music. And if you listen to like almost any of his songs, you can hear like where some of the Sega Genesis sound design just comes from in like the synth tracks in a Michael song. Yeah. Like I was listening to specifically black, or, like black or white was a uh, one that I was listening to, and there were a couple of like instrumental segments where I just heard like Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah, you I were was like, like, wait wow. a second, did, did I, he copy I, them? No, they copied him. Well, no, I knew they copied him from the get go. I, I was never disillusioned to think that like. <laughs> so, right, what's fair. your number three favorite? Uh, I think it's gotta be the. The final boss music. I guess it's Death Egg Zone. Act Doomsday Doom. Zone is the final. Doomsday, final boss. Doomsday Zone. That's right. It's not part of Death Egg. I, I yeah. didn't think it was. I actually had that stuck in my head before. What I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's like the ones like. That one. Yeah, I love that kind yeah. of progression. Oh, I hate that. It's... I hate that fight, but I like that. I mean, music. <laughs> I don't know about it, but. Uh, All right. Isaiah, do you want me to go, or do you? Are you, are you, I, no, I, you... I think I have my list. The tricky thing is I keep being like, oh, I don't like these songs. Wait a second. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, it's it's tricky. I think my number one is Flying Battery Zone. Uh, it has a, has a James Bond feel to it, which I kind of like. I have never seen a James Bond film. But it's got like, so you know, it doesn't feel kind of secret agent-y. Uh, maybe maybe yeah, I've seen too of, many Bond films. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I obviously I haven't seen enough Bond films, so I can't really comment on that. Um, but so I like. Well, you've seen like Die Hard, right? <laughs> yeah, Die that's Hard. That's just American is, James Bond. Yes. Yeah. No, Jason Bourne is American James Bond. Jason Bourne is literally oh like he's, it's even a JB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dang it! Oh my god! All right, so sorry, uh, you and everyone who never made that connection. Also, another um, thing about like Sonic and Knuckles, when I first played it, or at least the first time I played where I was like aware, the music reminded me of James Bond Jr. on the Super Nintendo. Really Jesus. weird comparison. That was a game I had, but I'm going to let Isaiah continue with his list so you don't have to think about that. All right, so it's, it's Flying Battery Zone. Uh, and then after that, I think it's Sky Sanctuary Zone. Mm. But here's here's what's interesting about Sky Sanctuary Zone, as I was playing through the game, uh, is the melody is the instrument that gets cut out whenever you hear sound effects. Oh. <laughs> so, which sucks, because the melody's the best part about the song. So the song just sounds really lame while you're playing the game naturally. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. I find that, that very interesting. And then after that, either Hydro City Zone or Ice Cap Zone, and I can't decide which. Okay. okay, also, can we briefly talk about this? Is it Hydro City or Hydrocity? <laughs> I've been trying really hard to make sure that I say Hydro City, because that's definitely how it's pronounced. Yeah, because it's like Sandopolis. In Mania, they, they made sure to put the space in there to make people know, <laughs> but... 
Hydrosity will always be in my heart. Yeah, because it's yeah. supposed to be like wet, like like structure. <laughs> it's like it's Actually, hydro velocity, and it makes it sound like Sonic. Twitter Twitter poll this, okay? When this episode comes out. Twitter poll Twitter sounds poll. like Interpol. <laughs> hashtag hashtag Twitter poll this. Okay, tell uh, audience people which way do you pronounce it? Because and like put you the space and I, Charlie, in. are not the only people in the world that say hydrosity. It just sounds cooler. There's a bit in the greatest film ever made, Megamind, where the main character of Megamind pronounces, like, (laughs) Metro City. He he pronounces Metro City as Metrocity. It's so... Oh my god. He's a good recurring bit. Uh, I forget that you're really into that movie for no (laughs) explicable reason. I will someday write a video essay about that film. But until then, I can't I can't explain what I like about it because I need to explain it in a perfect, flawless way. Yeah. I'm also, some... also you need to explain it on a podcast that isn't about Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm aware that <laughs> both of them true. are blue, but that doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> that's that's actually why it's my favorite because he's blue. No, but so so I saw the film and I was like, that's what I do with Hydrocity, even though I know it's called Hydrocity. So that's when I knew it was the greatest. Film. Wow, the villains are really relatable. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. That's the only relatable part of that villain. All oh right, my now God. Charlie, go go on. All right. Yeah. So, I'm gonna cheat because Stephen Ori like did probably my number two. Yeah. Uh, which is Marble Garden Zone. Probably Act One, Act Two is also pretty good because that's one of the ones that it makes a difference. But can I? What? Can I guess your number one? Okay. Uh, is it Mushroom Hill Zone? It is. I love it. I was going to... <laughs> I have memories I gonna... of playing that when I was really young, when I borrowed Mega Collection from a friend. I like the mushrooms yeah. dancing in the background. It fits with the music. Um, Act 1 is... I'm probably just going to lose a bunch of songs I like, honestly, because I, I, I'm cheating my entire list. I really like Sand... Well, I, I kind of like Sandopolis Act 2. I really got used to Launch Base Zone Act 2, which it's one of those... It's one of the uh, stages where the music doesn't sound that different from the first one but i realized that like the percussion is really nice in act two mm-hmm. yeah. but there's this there's this weird thing a lot of stages do where the second act will just remove instruments right. from the first act and they'll be like it's a different song i think um, carnival night zone is like the worst yeah. offended like i well that's supposed like to be it. yeah i think that's supposed to be thematic because it's like you turned off the lights so. right yeah. Well, that only happens like midway uh, though. I, I guess. Yeah. Also, I, like. I like the like. Here's Carnival Night when it's full of energy, and now here's Carnival Night when there's a lot less energy. Yeah, like after the park's that, closed. Like, the lights out. Yeah. Yeah. So there's something I want to talk about with Carnival Night Zones music. The very yes. first time I heard it, or at least when I heard it without like the game in context, you know how like it sounds. There's like this silence after like this one noise. Yeah. It's to me it sounds like someone broke a vase and they're like they're like scared for a second and then the music just goes back <laughs> up. It's like, oh nothing here. And like so this was in high school. I was at a football game listening to like a Sonic playlist and this girl next to me was like, Can I listen to what you're listening to? And it was that song. <laughs> and I was I listened to listen to that I'm like, oh my god, I am so embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> it was oh, one of man. like the most awkward moments of my high school. I, I'm just at the point where almost everything I listen to is video game music, and I just I'm just not embarrassed by it because I don't care anymore. But like, like there's video remember, game music, 
and then there's I Carnival remember. Night Zone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a weird... It's definitely, like, carnival music, but, like, it just... Yeah, it's, like, weird... First of all, crunchy, because it's Sega Genesis. Yeah. But it's, like, weird, slightly creepy carnival music, which is all right, carnival definitely. music, to be fair. Um, I remember a moment when, uh, in middle school, Isaiah was putting up the Beautiful Joe hand symbol that he does before he henshins into Beautiful Joe. <laughs> and then, literally, some <laughs> random girl walked up and was like, that's a really cool hand sign. And Isaiah, oh like, God. turned I, into... I was just like, she can never know. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a gang. <laughs> <laughs> I st like it's like plastered in my mind. Whenever I see Beautiful Joe, I just imagine <laughs> our dear friend Isaiah in the middle school lunchroom making Dude, a. Nobody, nobody ever gets to know about the person that I was in middle school. Like, that's, that's that stuff is off limits. Oh like, my you god! Can't, it's you so can't quality. Share that. It's so quality. So, just the last song I'm gonna mention that I really like is the credits music for Sonic Three. And it's different from other credit music where it's like, it's not like a compilation of previous stage music, which was in Sonic 1 and 2. And Sonic is also in Sonic and Knuckles, but Sonic 3 is just this nice kind of a bit of a somber yet triumphant tune that has a has a few Michael Jackson-isms in it. But like, it, it's just a great thing to listen to. I, I love listening to the Sonic 3 and Knuckles music and ugh, God, I don't, we, we go on for ages. I don't know if you guys want to move to a different topic now, but... I just wanted to get that all out. I mean, I think we all agree that there isn't, like, an awful song in this game. Mm -hmm. I mean, Carnival Nights kind of Well, that's not true. I, I really like Carnival Nights on this music. I, like, I still don't really like Ice Cap, though. I'm going to leave it at you were, that. You were talking about the bit where, it like, there's a sound and it stops, and then it, like, makes a loud sound again. And I was like, yeah, that's my jam. I love that. <laughs> I love that about this song. But no just, girl like, must ever hear it. Well, it's got no, no, <laughs> no, not while you're in high school, like, and the girl's like, point. what are you listening to? You've already lost. As soon as that and you're like, um, Nirvana, mashing the skip button. I don't, like, I don't no even one... remember, like, what her reaction was. You're like, I'm no definitely who... not listening to Sonic the Hedgehog like... music, and you're just sweating bullets. Like, oh, that, that's cool. And then just goes See, back to the game. No one will ever ask me what I'm listening to ever again because i'm i am past high school and therefore nobody will ever care <laughs> like so that means that i can listen to whatever i want for those of you listening who are in high school it gets better people just for, stop caring for those of you who are <laughs> listening in high school when people ask you what you're listening to let them know the uh, no spin dash zone podcast is the hot yeah. new listening tell, oh my tell God. them you're like yeah my jams are these three dudes talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but I I do love I do love the way Carnival Night Zone has this like beat that it does continuously, and then it's like here's a break, and then here's this loud note that gets right back into the beat. It's it's got this good <laughs> level of energy, so I I'm a fan of it, even if it's a little weird to you. Right. That's. Fair. I like how Flying Battery Zone Act Two sounds like somebody broke the brass instrument that's in Act 1, so it's like blam, yeah. blam, 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 <laughs> Yeah, fl uh, Flying Battery Zone Act 2 has a slightly different melody and a different instrumentation, uh, and I, I like that a lot. Uh, 
I'm, I'm, that's, that's why it's my number one, honestly, because I can listen to Act 1 or Act 2, or some, like, weird amalgamation between the two, and I'm happy. Uh, but yeah, I think now it's time to get into, uh, the things I don't like about Sonic 3, and right. <gasps> in addition to that, Knuckles. <laughs> I, I am ready to fight you, and in addition to that, Knuckles. So, uh, Hydro City Zone sucks. I hate it. <laughs> Alright, I'm not gonna argue. So, I think... I think when I was playing through Hydrocity Zone, hashtag Hydrocity Zone. <laughs> yeah, hashtag I was like, not I was by Hydrocity. I was kind of thinking to myself, yeah, I think I think Mania did this better. Like, so, it's not one of my favorite stages for sure, but... I'm actually really surprised, Steven, that you, the person who complained that Sonic 2 didn't have enough, like, running fast in it, did not like the stage where you can run literally the fastest for the longest In what, Hydrocity? I mean, yeah, you can, but there's no background to look at. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. I yeah, I don't really remember. Doesn't it kind of like a kind of a temple-ish look? Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that at some st at some points there's parallax, but a lot of the time you're just behind a wall yeah. in general. Yeah, uh, whenever you're underwater, you're behind a wall. I also sure. really hated Carnival Night and parts yeah. of Marble Garden and oh my God. No one likes Marble a large, Night. a massive amount of Lava Reef sucks. Sandopolis yeah. has pushing blocks back for Marble <laughs> Zone, baby. I was like waiting uh, for you to talk about that too when I saw this. <laughs> Flying Battery has all kinds of waiting for shit to fall down and like pop up and ugh, man, so, this game is full of like the shit that you hate in Sonic 2. Here, or, here's, what, yeah. here's what I think is that like Marble Zone from Sonic 1 is terrible. So they they like took that apart and made Sandopolis and Lava Reef Zone. Sandopolis is a lot better, but right, the they are never better fun. because they split in half. Dude, the pushing the rock is absolutely the worst part. Like, what about like it's just pushing this, like, the timer? He, no, okay, I I do have some things to say about that because Sandopolis Two is like the theme of our level is not just ghost and sand, but also like timers, like. You have like you you have three different types of timers in that game, aside from the uh, ten minute timer after which you just die. Oh, that was the ring I found in Sandopolis. That's right. Okay, I was trying to remember where it was, but now I know what it was. <laughs> so, so you have three timers in that game in that stage. So one, you have uh, ghosts. You accidentally unleash ghosts at the beginning of the level, and when the lights turn off, as they slowly turn off, the ghosts get stronger and then they start attacking you. Um, and they multiply. So also, yeah. the ghosts are super, super cute. They're super cute. As a kid, I couldn't play that stage because they scared me. <laughs> I was a baby. Isaiah, you're they, like they being the most adorable life. right now. <laughs> this podcast. Oh my god. Also, when they I'll... when they attack you, they make little like whirp sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. Yeah. It's so Every cute. Every time they grow a phase too, they go whirp. They're they also not great. that dangerous because if you just jump, they don't hurt you. No, they're yeah, they they're really not that. They dangerous. wait a while, even they when they get their like game. ugly faces to like attack you. But well, not ugly, it's, but it's angry. A, it's a timer you have to manage, right? Uh, right. If yeah. the stage gets too dark, then they start attacking, and you have to find a place to like add light to the stage. Like you pull a lever, and all the lights come back on. Um, and then in addition to that, you have uh, blocks that you have to push that slowly unpush themselves. And when they're pushed, uh, like certain doors are opened and they slowly close. So you have to like get through those doors within a certain amount of time. And then once you're familiar with those two concepts, they add in uh, here's this cork that you get rid of, and a bunch of sand like falls out of the cork. 
and this pile of sand rises and you use that as a platform, but that also blocks you off from certain areas. So there's a lot of like, I have a limited time to have access to these things, or I have a limited amount of time uh, before I'm in danger, that like, you have to worry about all three of those timers at the same time within one stage. And yeah, so actually, it is neat. I appreciate that stage a lot more than I did uh, the first 600 times I played this game, because I used to hate that stage, and now I am, I respect it. I don't enjoy it, but I respect it. I like Act 2, but Act 1 is some hot garbo. Really, yeah. really steamy garbo. I think the music is better in Act 2 as well. Also, yeah. the theme of um, Egyptian timer puzzle sand ghosts will yeah. quite literally come to haunt us again once we get to Sonic Adventure 2. I was and thinking that the whole time I was playing it. Yeah. I was like, I never remembered as a kid that this is the same thing, but wow. And like, there's literally like two egg golems. Like one that you had. So, yeah, the boss is the same too. Yeah. I did not make that connection, and I love it. Yeah, they're like the same level, basically. Well, see, yeah. that's the difference. It's like, because your favorite game is Sonic 3, my favorite game is Sonic 2. Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> okay. Um, is there any other, like, level design things you don't like that you might yeah, want to talk uh, about? Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so, any stage where it's got side scrolling. Or I guess like vertical scrolling in this game happens a lot, is like a no-no for me. Except for Hydro City Zone Act Two, I'm fine with that one because that one teaches you how to use spin dashes really well, and uh, it's also like that one. Uh, okay, so the wall at the beginning of Act Two of Hydro. Oh yeah. Yeah. It pushes you. Oh my god, that. That wall actually kept me from playing the rest of the game when I was a kid. For yeah. You, uh, it was Marble Garden Zone that you got stuck on. For me, it was that wall. Um. And that sucked because it was the beginning of Hydra City Act 2. And I was like, well, like, sometimes I could get through it, and then it'd be like, great, the rest of the stage is manageable. But I always just got so stressed out playing that specific section. And now it's, like, not hard at all. But uh, I think especially because uh, if you're moving exactly the wrong speed, then you can't spin dash because you're moving too fast. But you can't make it up the hill because you're moving too slowly. Uh, and then get crushed between the wall and the wall. Yeah, so you learn how to spin dash properly. Or you get a game over and don't cry. I mean, this so game has, like, save that. slots, so game overs are irrelevant, pretty much. That's true. Um, do, the, do the save slots start you at Act 1, no matter where you are? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Which okay. really made uh, me mad, because I, I got, like, stuck on Carnival Night and then Ice Cap a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think well, this was I the first time I got ocean. to launch Base Zone. I got to Oil Ocean and Sonic 2, and then I died, so that's how <laughs> yeah. I feel about the situation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I I don't like it in Marble Garden Zone, though, because it has, like, the floor that comes up, and you have to wait for the floor no matter how fast you are at a certain point. Marble I don't, Garden I mean, Zone is really confusing sometimes. I'm okay with those. I just think that they're not super fun for Sonic. Like, I like the, the music. Sand. That's my favorite. Sorry. Yeah, no, the Marble Garden music makes up for the waiting around. And it's but better than sand, Marble Zone. Yeah, oh, it's much better than Marble Zone. But the sand in Sandopolis Zone that it raises is like also not super great. It's and I think there's another time that it happens, but I can't remember what stage it's in. Is there a one in Flying Battery Zone where like metal is pushing you up? Am I making that uh, up? That's at the boss. No. That's like before the final boss where like there's a there's a oh, floor yeah, rising. Right. Yeah, I yeah. thought there was something like that. Yeah, there's a few there's a few bits where the game plays like, all right, wait. Yeah, like in Flying Battery Zone where you have to wait for the missiles to destroy the floor so you can advance. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. that was so pointless to me too. Like, it, it just it just didn't make sense that that 
Yeah, I hate that. But I also think that's kind of cool. Like, you know, I'm Mr. I like slow things in Sonic, so I I really appreciate those little aesthetic things. Somebody has to. Even, like, the little crane arm and flying battery that lifts you up. There was a really cool spectacle that people, that, like, I didn't get to play much of Death Egg Zone, but I really like you, like, traveling through the light. Yeah, I like it, but there's certain points where some of them just spin you around in circles for half yeah, an hour. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah. it, I mean, it's spectacle. Like, I, I remember seeing this in some video where it's like, there's gameplay and spectacle, and I just yeah. really appreciate the spectacle at some time. Yeah. I, see, my problem with it was that it lasted a really long time, but in particular the problem was it shows you, like, uh, item boxes that you missed because you took this route, and you took this route because you didn't know that oh, this yeah. would force you in. And there's there's a 3-2-1 countdown that takes three seconds, as most countdowns of that number do, uh, during which you Thank can't you. jump out of that. Like, that's not that's not a window of time when you can be like, oh, I didn't want to do this, so I'll hop and exit so that I can take the normal route. You're, yeah. freaking, you're locked in. So. I had a rewind button. <laughs> well, friggin' lucky you. I had waiting for 30 seconds, so... Yeah, I, I, I consider the rewind button that's in the Steam re-release to be a thoughtful effort on making these games more playable, so I don't feel so bad using it. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what, if I were like playing this game for the amount of time that I was supposed to be playing it, which is for probably like a week, I would have just come back to the stage later and gotten it. So I'm going to simulate that by not dealing with this right now. <laughs> yeah, that's real. Uh, there was there was one other stage thing that I personally didn't like. Uh, and that is was it every that... time that you have to precision platform in a Sonic the Hedgehog game? <laughs> I weirdly didn't mind that, and I think that's just because I've gotten so good at it. Like, I I just can do it, and I it's icky. It's that, real gross. That makes it very hard for me to be frustrated by it because I just don't like. This sounds like I'm bragging, and I I seriously don't mean to be doing that. But I just like don't fail it, so I never get upset by it. But anyway, uh, the complaint that I have is launch base zone. There's Throughout the whole Sonic 3, uh, there's a small amount of this problem where you're like, you're going in a direction that you don't necessarily understand whether or not it's the right direction or not. But in Launch oh, yeah. Zone, yeah. there's particularly a problem where you can have to redo entire sections because you took a wrong turn. Uh, you can do that in Sky Sanctuary. I had to refight oh, uh, yeah. Mecha Knuckles at one point because I what? fell down the wrong place. Yeah. I, alright, I, I have, by the way, encountered needing to replay sections of Sky Sanctuary Zone, but I've never had to refight a boss, like, because of yeah. that. Yeah, do you remember the, uh, the legendary egg shuffling boss? Yes. Yeah. I, extremely fun boss. I had to fight him twice. Uh, I had hypersonic, or supersonic, or whichever you have at the time, uh, so it wasn't yeah. that bad, but... Uh, ooh, uh, tra- are, are, are we transition boys, or are we not quite done talking about level design problems that we have? Uh, I've got one more, it's just, and you briefly mentioned it, but it's so easy to get lost in every stage in this game, pretty much, except for, like, maybe, like, (laughs) Angel Island and kind of Marble Garden Act 1. Yeah. Yeah, you get launched Um, a lot, and you're just kind of like, wait, that might be a big ring. Actually, speaking of getting launched, the entire Carnival Night Zone really likes throwing you around. Like, you're, I mean, 
So, so we're complaining about every stage. Like I think we've actually mentioned every stage. Yeah, because they all have crippling issues except for Angel Island. Angel Island is much like Sonic One. It's a really, really just good opening stage, and then everything I... after that is like kind of what the hell is going on. I really do overall like the level design of this game. Um, I like some parts of it, but every level has like some shit in there that just makes me not want to play the game. I just want to give a shout out to Sonic 3 for starting on a level that doesn't start with Hill. Yeah. And <laughs> Unless doesn't playing suck his Knuckles. like Sonic 2 Game Gear. Well, it's, it's interesting because they could have just called it Angel Hill Zone because you're, the whole game is on Angel Island. <laughs> so like... And then there's an Angel Island Zone in Sonic Advance, and I think Sonic Advance 3. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna get there. There's a Pumpkin um, Hill Zone in Sonic Adventure 2. But that's not. Dude, but Sonic isn't on there. What City if, Escape Hill Zone. City Escape Hill Zone. City Escape yeah. is a hill, though, if we're being real. <laughs> it's true. Emerald Beach Hill. They got us. <laughs> um, but so uh, anyway. Uh, just keep saying uh, Isaiah. Yeah, I'll You'll get just there. Cut, out, <laughs> cut out everything that I've said. Welcome I to do. my if world. You, if you open a sentence with an uh, I usually cut it out, don't worry. No, I, I appreciate that. I tend to stutter a little bit, or I tend to I tend to say uh a lot in yeah, between it's the words bane of my and existence. the beginnings of sentences. Don't <laughs> worry, I say, sorry. I say like every three seconds, so it's not a huge deal. Yeah. So I do, I do actually like this game's level design. I feel like... This game wants you to explore a lot more than other Sonic games. And I, I actually, that's why I find it so interesting that you, Steven, do not like level design. Because I felt more encouraged to explore than I ever have in a Sonic game. Well, and... let me tell you, I felt encouraged to explore until the eighth time I found a life in a spot where a large ring could be. And then I just wanted to die. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, so that's that's interesting though because there's a lot of stuff where it's like oh yeah we we will reward you for exploring whether it's with a special stage ring or with a shield or with an extra life or with like 30 coins right yeah but uh, none of that matters when i know that there are special stages that they're just not giving me and i feel like i work super hard to get somewhere and i get a life and by the end of this game i had like 20 lives because like yeah it, it's just so easy to get them is okay. That that actually is an important question. Is this game easier than the previous two games, or am I just more used to this game? Am I mean, I, more I used to game? think Sonic Two was easier than this, so, because I was able I to make the Death Egg Zone a lot easier than I could have made to Launch Base Zone. I think there are segment. I think the last stage of each section of this game is harder, maybe. But yeah. I think in general, these games are easier once you understand them. But this is, yeah. like I said, this is why people like Sonic. This is the probably the quintessential Sonic game. I think that it's just oozing so much polish and flavor that the level design being, in my opinion, just offensive is... Also, <laughs> shout out to this game not an issue. giving Sonic a new sprite that kind of highlights his attitude. It's a little bit more refined than we had in Sonic oh, yeah. 1 and 2. Tails, Tails doesn't really... I feel like Tails has the same sprite, but he gets new animations. Like, I really really love his swimming animation it's so adorable oh yeah i was gonna say oh yeah too. it's super super cute yeah and and knuckles looks great too like knuckles just, laughing looks amazing i i always oh am, i always imagine it with kefka's laugh because i watched a sprite series i did that also we're gonna edit in the kefka laugh because uh, that's don't you mean the sonic exe laugh i hate you i oh, hate Lord. you yeah. I hate guys you halloween so special 
our... will never be able to hear that laugh and enjoy it ever again. Oh my god. Just Hold on. I don't know if we're ever gonna do it, but uh, Isaiah suggested we do Sonic.exe for our Halloween special, and I'm... Dude, I, I, I have a lot of... Because there's also like Silly.tiff or Sally.tiff or whatever. <laughs> Silly.tiff, um, I love that name so silly, much. Silly.tiff. We could, we could read the anti-Sonic DLL creepypasta. There's a lot. There's a lot, okay? <laughs> We're just going to turn it into a creepypasta I, podcast. I actually do. Even though the, really the LAG Network has one of those. Yeah, and the LAG Network already has a creepypasta podcast. Leave, leave a comment down down below. I don't know where they're listening to this. Um, le- friggin', I want an excuse to read that creepypasta. So friggin' tell me, because I, I unironically like that pasta. Uh, and I can explain why in in detail, but the gist is, uh, it's like it's a satire of Sonic.exe that is also actually good. Is it the whole a sequel? It, as well? well, it's it's a sequel, but the point is like you should stop talking about Sonic.exe. The subtext is because it's bad, but the regular story is because it's dangerous, and so I like that it's simultaneously able to criticize the original and also like turn it into something actually kind of scary um so the funny I, thing is that uh this episode comes out on october 26th so oh my god it's super close to halloween too oh my god guys guys dress up as guys, knuckles for halloween next, can we please the next episode can it please be sonic.exe <laughs> we could we could like move it up if we wanted to halloween and then episode we can just do a special, yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Right. I really. Also, for anyone curious, I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but we do record these in advance a little bit, so that we aren't yeah. actually recording this. The obviously, like the day right. it comes out. Yeah. So if you if you hear this podcast and you tweeted us, please within the next week, uh, upload an episode that is Sonic Daddy. It's too late. We already have either done it yeah. or not done it. But tell us, tell us anyway, honestly. If, if we, we get it, if we choose not to, because Charlie somehow finds a way to convince us, then yeah. if we can get enough people to tell him that we need this in our life, I'm sure we can convince him. Anyway, Real, uh, I just want to say, I really to like... The no dash zone. <laughs> I really like... Welcome to the no spin dash zone. <laughs> I just, I really like Knuckles' animation in Act 2 of... Uh, Mushroom Hill Zone, where he's trying to make the switch work to get Sonic to move up. Oh yeah. Oh but yeah, yeah. Do we? He, I he think it's a switch, and this like wind blows up, and he like, he's like moving it up and it down. Over and over. Yeah, he's, he's just, oozing so much personality. Um, is it is it time for thumbs up, thumbs down? Well, I briefly uh, wanted to say, uh, we we should talk about how Knuckles can glide, and then now he's just everyone's favorite Sonic character forever, and there's no d- change. Don't in forget it. climb walls. We also gotta talk about. Tails, and we gotta talk about the boss. We already know Tails can fly. Yeah, we already know Tails can fly. Although, you yeah, now he's playable. You mentioned that like you know in the Marble Garden boss, you have to like attack him with Tails. You have to jump up Tails. That boss is a lot. I mean, it's more tedious. It's not necessarily hard, but with Tails because you have to attack him with your propeller. Yeah, you got. It's a really. It was real tough. Tough boy. But gliding, yeah, a, yes, you it's get, a weird fight. I see. That's what I like when I played Sonic Advance, which basically has like the same move sets. I always liked playing as Knuckles because he's cool. First of all, I thought he was a yeah, ladies' he's man. Boy. He's not a ladies' man, but that's my impression of him as a kid. But like Knuckles is like if if you want to have an easy time, but you don't want to have that easy of a time. That's my that's my impression of Knuckles. I don't know. In-game. I feel like I feel like Tails is easy mode, Sonic is normal, and Knuckles is hard mode. 
Well, Knuckles I just get the feeling because Knuckles can glide, but he can't fly. I think you can get Super Knuckles easier than Super Sonic, and that's why it's easy mode to me. Well, you can't get you can't get Super Knuckles until uh, the second half of the game, though. Well, yeah, but like, playing as a super character in the first half of the game just makes it harder because of how much precision platforming there is. Also, real quick, yeah. Tails can't go super until he gets the super emeralds. Yeah, that's the same There's for Knuckles. Knuckles. No, Knuckles can go super Knuckles. Uh, I, I, I thought don't... you can go super Knuckles. I'm going to look it up. Because I, I thought so too, but I was, I was convinced by Isaiah because he sounded so sure of himself. But now that you're I, agreeing I with worked me... on the Sonic wiki. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we have, a, turns, we have a pro Knuckles here. turns pink. It's very cool. That's uh, all. Yeah, thank you, Isaiah. We appreciate that. Yeah, I'm very helpful. My I, name is Isaiah. <laughs> my name is Isaiah. I'm helpful. <laughs> my name is Isaiah. I'm helpful. Welcome to the No Spin Dash Zone. <laughs> I'm going to have to play the intro <laughs> also, like four times. Like, so. yeah. Real quick, I when I was playing this game initially, I was like, you know, I kind of miss the Super Peel out now. Yeah, I... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I kept trying to do it, even though I never tried to do it in Sonic CD. <laughs> it's, it's weird, I don't know. Also, for some reason, I don't know what game I played before Sonic 3, but for some reason I was convinced there was a run button, so I kept, like, jumping when I didn't mean to jump. <laughs> because every button's the jump button, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> Sonic like games are so Sonic simple. Game. Yeah. So, how do we feel about the bosses in this game? So I, They're they're fine. What I, I kind of like about the bosses is that they can be easy if you have a shield, especially with a fire shield, because, like, the jets do damage, but not if you have a fire shield. Like, yeah. the, the mid-boss for Mushroom Hill Zone is really easy if you have a fire shield. Well, also, I feel like Super Sonic and the others are so much more attainable in this game that, yeah. like... If you're just careful with your rings and you get to the boss, that's also a joke. Right. So, uh, at the end of Death Egg Zone Act 1, uh, the only boss I ever had a problem with, I feel like my biggest problem with these bosses is that most of them are too easy. Um, but at Death Egg Zone Act 1, you have this two-phase fight with, I don't know, Hal? Yeah, it's like a um, supercomputer. Yeah, and I... I died like ten times against it, and I I, like, I got a game over from like earlier when I was facing. Yeah, like I had twenty five lives, and I was down to fifteen, and I was like, "This is ridiculous!" Like, I've died like two times leading up to this boss. Yeah. Um, and I, for most of it, I was like, "How do you even fight this boss without taking all of the damage?" Like, uh, and ev eventually I figured it out. And the answer is you have to be the best at video games, which obviously now I am. Um. I feel like a lot of We've the bosses it. are really creative. Like the jet mobile for Mushroom Hill Zone, it's like it's a it's a little runner level. They have yeah, that the boss right is cool looking, but like the boss itself, I don't think is like that great. But you can also like it. You have to put it when you find it. It's just the satellite dish like broadcasting, and then you can get some yeah. extra hits on it before he goes away. And yeah, the flying battery mid boss, it's a capsule, and its name is Gapsule, and you have to make it hit I... himself. I, I do not like that boss because it's just stand on top of it and then calmly walk off when it's about to hit right. itself. Right, but I yeah. like the subversion. I like the concept. Yeah, I understand like I said, you don't like because the there's like a lot of capsules and like you get some rings out of it or some enemies will drop out. It's yeah, that, uh... that whole stage tries to play with your relationship with capsules. And then the guardian uh, for cool. Sandopolis is like you have to make him jump in the sand, although it's a lot of waiting. I understand you have to you have to well, hit him can... into it. You're sort of supposed to knock him into the sand. Like, right. you're supposed to get behind him and then knock him in. But you basically uh, have to, like, go on the edge and wait for him to slowly jump toward you. 
Yeah, you can just, like, his only method of attack is jumping towards you, so you can just stand in the sand, and then he'll fall in and die. Um, yeah, you can you can do super knuckles. There's super knuckles and hyper knuckles. I actually think okay. the mid-bosses are so. kind of weak in the uh, Sonic 3 department. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, okay, so I think that these bosses that look really cool kind of are, like, an extension of the rest of the game, where the game looks really cool, but some of the shit is just not great. Like, yeah. it, like, there's a lot of things in here that are not well designed. Like, the, uh, I, w I remember I got a lot, I was, I actually, because I beat Sonic 3 that I was able to, like, experience the launch base zone boss for the first time. The first one's kind of easy to tower, and the second yeah. one's, like, this other tower, but you have to keep hitting him, but he has this little, like, electro ball hovering around him that you have to, like, oh, you have to hit him enough, but not so much that you'll get hit by that and, and lose your rings. And you won't have those rings, because then you have the final boss, Big Arm, which... Like, the buildup for that is so intense, because, like, you know, you get oh, a yeah. bright blue sky, then it turns blue, and then that foreboding music. Like, when I watched Isaiah face the final boss, or the semi-final boss <laughs> in Sonic and Knuckles, I, like, heard yeah. it come in, and I'm like, eh. It just didn't feel like, but, like, I've always seen this in videos, but when that thing comes in and the sky turns dark, it's just intense, and you yeah. have to, like, hit him at just the right spot, because you're either going to hit, get hit by the spikes, or he's going to grab you. And yeah, you have to be very precise about hitting that dude. It's such an iconic um, boss. I think it looks... I, I mean, I never got the Death Egg robot, so maybe I'm a little biased about the no, big arm. Because that, that's the that's the classic boss in the 3DS version of Generations, which I think is a better boss anyway, because the big arm... Because the Egg Robo boss in Sonic Generations is bleh. Sorry, that's the game for a different time. <laughs> but I really like big arm. I just wanted oh, to gush God. about it a little. Even Are we going to have to play both versions of that game when we get there? We might have to do separate episodes for it, honestly. Uh, jeez. Sorry, both know. versions oh, of what game? Of Sonic Generations. The Sonic Generations oh. on 3DS is like Sonic Rush. A different, but yeah, it's like a different game. Generations on console is like, you know, Unleashed or Colors. Yeah, we, yeah. we also have to do that with stuff like Colors is kind of different too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry, you were looking up something and did you need it, did you want to talk about it? I'm sorry, I kind of forgot. I was, I was just looking up uh, stuff about Super Knuckles because I'm kind of confused about whether or not you can get him in Sonic and Knuckles, but I think you can. I think you just can't do either of the hyper forms in Sonic and Knuckles. Right. But, right. uh, okay. yeah, I think, I think we're pretty, I think we're pretty good. So, <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I don't think we need to say it because I think it's all yeah, thumbs think, up. Yeah, it's all thumbs up for sure. We're all, we're all thumbs up. You I, I, did, this game. I guess not like I the do, design. I do want to say, I think I would be more tolerant to the level design had I played this game in two or three sittings. Because I played it all in one sitting, and I don't think oh, you're yeah. supposed to. <laughs> like, no. I think this game has a save function for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this game... <laughs> That's why you, it's really I, hard I to play Sonic and Knuckles by sitting, itself. And it, it wore me out. I was like, I was like, alright, well that was, that was an entire game that I just played in one sitting, and I'm tired now. I love the adventure, though. This was... I'm glad I got to play this, because I probably would never touch it again. Dude, yeah, I'm really happy that you had a good time because it is my favorite Sonic game. Also, it, just, yeah. it still is. This is just validated. It's it's me. top on the it's top on the list. Sonic Two is only slightly above, and I'm not even Ooh, to bother like putting Sonic Three and Knuckles on like different rankings because I I don't think I can at this point. Yeah, they're yeah. one game. They they should be. They're supposed to. Be I used one to like game. Sonic and Knuckles more just because I could play as Knuckles, but I kind of like Sonic Three a little bit more now. But Sonic yeah. Three and Knuckles, one game, best game ever so far. But I don't think any other games in the classic series Best are going to be Best game ever so it. far. I'm I'm sorry. I just I was so excited <laughs> to talk about this after I like played it and realized it was great. Yeah, it's. I think it's like definitely the best packaged Sonic game for I'm sure. I'm ready to play Mania that, that we played. Honestly, but I probably won't. We 
did not talk about the bonus stages, but we are out of time. The bonus stages. Oh, you mean, you are mean like, like the ones that you get when you hit the like spinner guy? Or okay, whatever? real quick. Yeah. One bonus stage is a slot machine. It's kind of like the bone, the, the special stage of Sonic One. Uh, there's another one where you have to like go around an orb and go up, but don't get hit by the double helix DNA stream. But you get items. And there's another one in Sonic Three where it's just like uh, get the little pachinko, not pachinko, uh, gotcha. It's machine. a gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a gotcha. It, they're they're basically you get them through the spec through like the ring post like you would in Sonic. Yeah, and which one you get is determined based on your ring count, I believe. I, I yeah. think that's because Sonic myself... 3 and Knuckles. The the gotcha one is only in Sonic Three, and the other two are only in Sonic and Knuckles. I did not realize that until I played. Oh, okay. I, I I found myself taking advantage of them a lot. Like if it was the slot machine, I'd be like, I'm out because I can't get shields. But there was a lot of times where I was like, all right, well I got a lot of rings, but I want to get a shield to be safe oh here's a checkpoint excellent i can go through a bonus stage and get a shield that way honestly they're also good because they cancel out they're also good because they cancel out your super form oh yeah that's i've also used it as that like i don't want to be super anymore well the only way to become not super is to go through a bonus stage um so they're they're very cool they also all three have unique music um yeah it's nice so yeah um it's it's very cool uh, that's that's all there really is to say about it. We just so just you can find uh, Isaiah and Charlie at Twitter. You can find the show at Twitter. You can find our email at nospindezone at gmail dot com. Yeah. Uh. Uh. All right. Cool. Thank you for <laughs> listening to the greatest game play? of all time. Should we should we say our our uh, next Twitter game accounts? No. Okay. Oh. Uh, what is? Yeah. What is what is the next game? Is so uh, the the next game that we are going to be playing is Sonic the Hedgehog. Triple Trouble for the Game Gear. Yeah, Dude, Sonic and Tails Triple 2. Triple Trouble hype. Sonic yeah, Sonic and, and Tails, Tails 2, 2 in other territories. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Is there anything I want to plug? Uh, no. Yeah, also, if you do want to know our Twitters, they're in previous episodes, and also, uh, I believe that the official Twitter for the podcast follows both of you guys, so it should be easy to find that way, too. Yeah. Bye. 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 We'd like to thank the LAG Network for making our episodes available on platforms like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and lots more. If you're listening on YouTube and you'd like to keep up with our episodes on one of these audio platforms, just search for the LAG Radio Network and follow their feed.